My name is Edward Davis, and welcome to the New Generation Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode seven of the New Generation Podcast. Today, we're here with Tommy Two or Tommy Dose, the owner and founder of the Lifting Society. I've got a lot of things we want to talk about today. Uh, I think we might as well just get started with it. Tommy, thank you for coming on. Yeah, glad to be here, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I always like to start with a favorite story from your time just doing what you do. Yeah. So, um, I guess like, you know, explain what I do first is like, I've been for about a month now, I've been going around to the gyms and uh, been going around asking people about their stories, interviewing them, uh, getting their, you know, advice for new lifters is just to give uh, new lifters a story to relate to. And then so, but actually, funnily enough, um, I actually decided to do it one time out of, outside the gym. And um, it's probably one of my favorite stories because it's kind of like kind of more personal to me, too. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, there's these uh, crossing guards uh, down here on the busy, one of the busy roads here uh, in Beaumont, and they are always waving at people. And uh, he's been doing it for 14 years now. So I'm 23 years old now. So, you know, ever since he started doing it, uh, I, I would always drive that down that road as a kid and I always wave at them and it would always make my day. And so, you know, and coming, going, going away from college, you know, and then coming back, it was pretty nice to still see him there. And uh, it would always be in my head, you know, ever since I started doing these gym interviews, like, you know, these are the people that I actually want to interview. And so one day I just picked up the camera, went out there and talked to them and it ended up being one of the, you know, the most coolest experiences ever. And um, I think uh, actually a lot of people in the town now has like more, like, I guess I was able to give them a platform. And so like, you know, all the love and support for all of them, you know, st- stories started coming out where like, yeah, they make my day, you know, like I love it. Like, uh, and like, you know, it was cool seeing the people also have this shared the same experiences as me. Like, you know, a lot of kids also like uh, who actually would cross, help, like would help them cross, you know, now they're in college, but they were able to see that video and, you know, come back to it and be like, man, that's the guy that like uh, helped me cross. And that was awesome. Like, and, you know, it was a really big thing for me too, because Beaumont is actually like, it has a pretty bad rep and uh, a lot of people don't really um, respect it here, I guess. Or like, you know, it's like, oh, it's Beaumont or, you know, something bad happens. Oh, it's Beaumont. It was just a Beaumont thing, you know? And so it was nice having something positive happen in the town uh, other than something negative in the news. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was an awesome video. I watched that, uh, I think when it first came out. Uh, if you haven't watched that and you're listening to the episode, I, I really recommend you go watch that video on Tommy's TikTok. It, it was really, it was really awesome. Uh, so you talked about how you've been interviewing people at the gym and kind of getting advice for some beginner lifters. And that's one thing I really want to talk with you about is I know there's a lot of people who will be listening to this episode who are beginner lifters and really don't know what they're getting started into and don't have too many, too many tips. There's so much stuff lying around on the internet nowadays, things you should do and things you shouldn't do. And it kind of gives people mixed signals. And I just want to hear what you had to think about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like you'll hear it and you'll hear it over and over again. If you, um, you know, ask anyone, everyone started somewhere. Everyone was, you know, where you were at one point, you know, like, you know, it wasn't just one day they just woke up and like, we're just massive or something. And, but like, I mean, you know, it's just, I guess like, man after doing all these interviews i feel like i can 
it's almost like a recording and almost like a tape in my head, but like focus on yourself, be, you know, everyone's there focusing on themselves. One of the, one of the guys I've actually interviewed, he says, you know, there's a reason why they put up mirrors in the gym is so that you can focus on yourself, look at yourself. And, you know, you, you can't be worried about other people's, you know, journey or other people's, uh, yeah, man. Like, I think the main key really is just to like, you know, cause I was at the same position, you know, I remember my first time getting to the gym and it's like, you know, like, like I've never experienced anything like that before. Cause I, I always, I guess I was introduced through YouTube and, you know, I would see people, Oh, just go to the gym. It's like, you know, it seems so easy for them, you know? And then I was like, you know, it didn't really hit me until I stepped foot into the gym. And I'm like, dude, why do I feel like this? I feel like everyone's watching me or I'm out of place. Like, you know, this wasn't what I expected it to be. And so, you know, that ultimately like deterred my journey for a long time getting to the gym because, you know, I kind of remember how I felt. But, you know, as you slowly like progress and like learn more about yourself, then you can kind of like mature in a sense that, you know, you're happy with yourself and like know what you're there for. And you can kind of put those thoughts away of, you know, other people uh, looking at you. And I mean, really like 99% of the time, no one's really looking at you. No one's going to be, no one's, no one's bothered enough to be, you know, worried about what you're doing. Cause you know, most of the time people are in there, like, like say that you were to have, you were struggling with something or something personal is going on, you know, people have those same personal struggles as well. And so understanding that, you know, I guess people have the, that's the reason why I do it basically because people have their own story. They have their own reasoning why they do it. And so, you know, if you're able to, you know, kind of break that down and like be able to see like, you know, everyone has their own story. Everyone has what they're knows what they're doing or like, you know, has, is there in there for their own reason? So, yeah. um, I mean, I could run circles about this all day, but um, it's really up to the person who really wants it. If they really want to do it, if they really want to make that commitment or make that jump, you know, and it doesn't have to be the gym it can be, you know, a run, a cardio, uh, you know, plenty of things. And, um, uh, you know, the gym is just something that has worked for me personally. And I know it's worked for a lot of people. So, you know, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. So, you know, you always try it out. And so um, that's what I would say. Yeah. For new lifters and stuff. Yeah. I mean, one of the things about the the new social media kind of side of lifting, so I see it on TikTok a lot, especially is a lot of younger lifters are like, how can I look like this guy? They're not as much focused on themselves as they are about like comparing themselves to others. What you're, it's, it's a battle with yourself more than it is a battle with anybody else. Yep. Uh, and like, especially with like the, the early Gymshark era, uh with like the like the david laid kind of guys and there's nothing against the guys who are a part of it but the social media image just kind of hurt a lot of those teenage boys teenage girls who were just getting into lifting and they they see an image and they think i need to be exactly like that image and mm-hmm. look like these people and mm-hmm. everyone's going to progress differently everyone's going to take more time than others people are going to take less time than others People have different genetics. People are going to look different than others. If they, you could put three of the same people in a, in a gym for six months and have them on the same workout routine, same diet, they eat the same thing every day. 
and they would still look completely different from each other. I mean, they'd still be, it's, they'd look better, but I mean, they wouldn't look like the exact same person because of genetics. And I mean, there's people who, the people who are like, look like this and have the best following on social media because of their, their bodies have the top, the tip top genetics. Yep. And to compare yourself against those people, no one, no, no one else has those tip top genetics. Yep. And if you're going to look at those people and say, why don't I look like those people? You're thinking about it in the wrong way. You want to look better than you did if you're really looking for progression in terms of aesthetics or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I mean, that's a great point you brought up because, you know, I think I've, you know, I think for the most part, you know, once you get into the gym, you do kind of get that in your head and it's, it's kind of inevitable because, you know, you want to like, you know, do your best and be your best. But um, like I said, like looking, looking the best doesn't also, also necessarily mean you're, you know, the healthiest either, you know, like, and um, I think uh, uh, I actually watched this one video. Um, I forgot his name, but um, he was actually a fitness model, you know, and he was pretty much breaking it down uh, how, you know, even though that these guys look good, it's most of the time it's not healthy. And, um, you know, getting that down to that, like very low body fat percentages and like sustaining it for that long, it's very unhealthy. And I mean, um, but social media is what, um, benefit or that's how you benefit from social media. That's where the eyes go. That's where, um, you know, monetization comes in. Like it's, it's beneficial and it's profitable that way, but it's not necessarily the healthiest. So, and, you know, I think, I think that's something I also want to like be able to break down also in the future with these interviews is that, um, you know, as time goes on, you know, I'll like incorporate more questions and uh, the more comfortable I get, because, you know, even though it's like, even though I'm just like going around, it's like still a little new to me in a way, but not to get too much off topic here, but um, I guess it's also a part where these influencers, you know, not not all of them but like i feel like they uh there needs to be a better job of you know communicating that like you know this is something that i'm doing for me it's not gonna work for everyone and it shouldn't be an expectation it's just what i do and kind of just getting that message out there and uh like you said like yeah just focus on yourself and uh you know your 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 journey and someone else's journey is going to look entirely different so yeah and there's people that i know i'm in high school so there's people that i know who are like that there's a body image that's associated with social media and it's become so detrimental to those people who follow it it's, it's any gender it's boy girl any any gender that you can think of like there's it's not just guys have body issues or body dysmorphia it's right. not just girls have body dysmorphia everybody gets it uh, mm. And social media contributes to it a lot because everybody's seeing what they think they should look like. And I, I, I thought I saw I thought I saw a statistic earlier a couple of weeks ago that was like eating disorders are at like an all time high now uh, mm. because people think in order to look like this person, I can't eat or I can't I have to eat less I have to eat and the, it just becomes unhealthy, right? Uh, and like to be the healthiest version of yourself, you have to eat. Like, it's not like it. And there's people who think I need to look like a 0% body fat. Mm. And that just becomes unhealthy at some point, like you were saying, or not 0%, of course, but like 
right below 10 percent, something like that it's just it's just unhealthy and it everybody has it, having these eyes on these crazy genetically gifted bodybuilders and all these people in like swimsuit models and stuff it's just not healthy for people to see that and think that's what i need to be yeah man and you know social media can be it's a double-edged sword you know at the same time you know it's promoting this but at the same time it's also can be a very great tool um you know and i think it's just pushing the message out there that you know um even though this looks nice this is you know something that's aesthetically pleasing uh doesn't necessarily mean you know it's the best for you and um yeah i think you know i i really do hope that like um eventually uh we're able to break it down and we're able to um kind of bring that other side of it because i think there's a lot of value in that and people will take a lot of value in it and you know and i think uh you know, I think, I think once it gets into people's mind that um, it's not all about the looks, um, man, it's, it's, it's another level, really. It's another level of uh, dedication you have, have because it's, it's, it's more of a mental thing now, you know, people look and only see the physical, but, you know, the mental benefits that you reap from it, it's, you know, beyond whatever physical um, benefits you can have. And like, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because a lot of people going to the gym thinking, um, you know, whether they're a girl or a guy, but, you know, uh, it's a it's a big thing that hey, they want to look good and they want to impress the you know, impress girls, you know, they want to get girls or and, um, you know, it's kind of been a running meme now that it's like, oh, oh, well, I have all the good looks, but still no girls, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can look the best, but if you really don't have it in your head to like um, be confident within yourself, then you know, you're not going to reach your goals. You're not going to um, really truly do what you want and truly do what's like, I guess, best for you. Yeah. And confidence is such a huge part of that. Like I've got friends who may not be the most like aesthetically built people I've ever seen, but they're super confident and they like, like they, they get girls because of it. It's yeah. It's pretty funny. Like, and confidence is, it's like, it's just an example of what confidence can do for you. But like, mm-hmm if you have confidence, it's much easier to do hard things. Uh, I, I wrestle and I have a friend who, or our coaches were telling us one time about, you gotta be confident in everything you do. If you go out there and throw a move that you're not confident in, it's not going to work because you don't believe that it's going to work. There's one guy on our team. He's the most cocky guy. He's super confident. And like, I love him, but like he is uber confident and he but it makes him so good. Like he, he just goes out there and everything he does, he thinks it will work. Uh, and if it doesn't work, that's when he's surprised. Like you shouldn't be surprised if something works. You should be surprised if something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a confidence key is like, if you're confident in everything you do, you will succeed more than someone who's not confident in what they do. hundred percent for sure. And do you, if you don't mind, how, how old are you exactly? Yeah, I'm 14. 14, man, that is wild. Cause, uh, you know, I, I can definitely say I much respect to you because, you know, your confidence is definitely like way above mine when I was 14. Um, you know, 14 year old me would probably be thinking like doing this type of stuff. I would, you know, have people at school look at me weird or people look at me weird. And, you know, but ultimately, like all those thoughts, all those other people, you don't worry about them. And much respect yeah. to you doing this. And, man. It takes a bit. I'll say it does take a bit to like ignore what they're saying. But I mean, 
uh, I would say I've never really had too many self-esteem issues. Yeah. Uh, like I've, I've been pretty confident in myself throughout most of my life and it helps me in a lot of things. Like when I was younger, I, when I was starting businesses, like I, when I started my TikTok page a while back, I got like, yeah, all my videos were getting posted on like group chats of people who I thought were my friends and like they go and say stuff about me. And I, and right. like, at some point you just gotta learn not to care. And like, it becomes, or like, if, you, if you're able to not care about what others think about you, like it applies to the gym too. If you're, if you're able to be in your side of the gym and work out what you're doing without worrying about what that guy over there is doing or without worrying about what that guy thinks of you, then you're going to do better. Cause 95% of the time he's not thinking about you. Like yep. if, if you think someone is thinking about you in the gym, there's a very good shot. They're not thinking about you. They're focused on themselves, which is what you should be too. You should be focused on yourself when you're doing it. For sure. hundred percent, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so one thing I want to talk to you about is uh, you see all sorts of people nowadays talking about supplements uh, and like, what's the best supplements to take. And there's a lot of parents of younger lifters and a lot of younger lifters who have gotten suckered into buying super expensive supplements or buying supplements that don't work don't really do anything i was wondering what supplements you use and what you recommend for people i mean yeah i i wouldn't say you know i stick with one supplement brand or anything but you know first off like you know you, you gotta do your research you know whatever you decide to take you're in research so whatever i'm saying now and whatever you know someone the next person will say next person you're here i i always tell people this you know because people always ask me for advice so i always tell them you know do your own research I'll tell you what, I can always tell you what I do and what I take and whatever, but in my diet even, but you know, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to hundred percent work for you. And it's not going to, you know, it's a one size fit all. So, you know, just the disclaimer there, you know, but yeah. um, for me personally, you know, I, I really just stick with um, caffeine and um, I did a little bit of creatine and I mean, there's nothing wrong with creatine. I, uh, I just stopped using it because it's kind of inconvenient for me um, to just be scooping it. Cause I, I would scoop it and put it in my water and then it wouldn't mix well with water, but I know a lot of people do other things and take creatine in other ways, but I haven't gone the extra effort to really do it. But, um, you know, I see, I think creatine is great. Um, and, uh, I, I love protein powder, you know, I, and like I said, like, I, I don't really like pick one supplement. Like I, I really enjoy trying out different things. I really enjoy, um, you know, getting different proteins and like trying it out. Cause you know, going into a nutrition store is almost like a candy shop to me. It's like, man, I, like all these new flavors, all these new things. And you know, the labeling too, like, and uh, you'll get, you'll get, you'll, you know, the eye-catching labels and uh, oh, that looks good. You know? And then also, you know, the label could look good and like it could taste horrible. So, but um, if you guys are looking for a supplement, I would always recommend going to like a local nutrition store, a nutrition store that will like, let you sample things and um just sampling it seeing what works works the best for you and what um or you know how it tastes you know or because everyone will have different preferences they would rather they'd rather have something that tastes really good but not be as effective or you know be super effective or not taste as good or you know you can have the best of both worlds where they actually taste good and you know be effective and so uh just kind of like find that balance for uh you and I guess like also, you know, especially 
what I've heard a lot and, um, you know, I have a cousin who's actually 17 and he's been living with me for a while now. And uh, he's actually, you know, we've kind of been, because I'm a big fan of pre-workout. So I take pre-workout a lot. Um, I, I usually like take like some, a dosage of uh, between 200 and 300 uh, milligrams of caffeine. And so, um, you know, I take pre-workout and, you know, he would always be with me and he would like want to take pre-workout and he kind of started taking pre-workout and, uh, you know, he actually had some heart uh, issues uh, from taking it. And, I, you know, he was, but granted, he was a pretty big kid. And so I was surprised that he actually like ended up and, you know, I don't know if it was the pre-workout or was not, but, you know, a lot of people actually recommend not taking that much high doses of caffeine like that at a young age, especially under 18. And I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like saying, oh, you have to be 18 to take a certain thing or like, oh, you have to be 18 to put a certain body. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a range, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something you just have to experiment and try out yourself and be careful with, you know, um, especially if you're young, you know, and everyone's caffeine tolerance is like completely different. Like my caffeine tolerance is pretty high, but the next person caffeine tolerance, you know, they could have a sip of coffee and they'd be done. They'd be like yeah. on edge and wired and like just crash. But, uh, yeah, just experiment for yourself what you like and what you think and what tastes good and what works for you. So. And yeah, and like what you talked about with creatine is like it's inconvenient for you, but there's also like I feel like the one issue I've had with creatine, I haven't I don't really take it, but I have friends who take it. Uh I do wrestling and I have a lot of kids who try to bulk up and wait, and so they use creatine for that. One of the problems I've seen with creatine though is that like if you stop taking it for any period of time, it becomes like really hard. Once you start taking it, it becomes easier to make gains within the gym. Once you stop taking it, it becomes like even if you just take a short break, like it basically just resets your progress with creatine. And that's one of the issues I've seen with it is that like, once you get started, you kind of have to keep going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And with, with, especially with that, yeah, I know creatine, um, uh, like, I don't know too much about that, but like, I definitely know that it's definitely something you have to be taking consistently. And um, especially again, you know, people talk about, loading it or something like that but uh, i'm not yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure on the science behind it but um yeah that's a good point you brought up for sure mm-hmm. and personally what i take i use uh, uh I, I don't switch around too often i kind of like what i like uh i've tried different things a lot uh i've used the things that i really like pre-workout wise I, I only take pre-workout and protein powder uh i don't really mess around with creatine too much and there's <laughs> other supplements out there uh, I'm not a scientist or anything, but, and there's some of them that I just don't think have significant enough results for you to buy them. Yeah. Uh, but the ones I currently use for like pre-workout and caffeine, I've used total war a couple times, uh, which is really good. I, it's, it's a high caffeine one. I have a pretty, pretty decent caffeine tolerance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one's been one that was pretty solid for me when I used like the pink lemonade one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was 200 milligrams. I want to say uh ghost energy i sometimes i'll do like energy drinks before i work out instead of just pre-workout by itself uh, i love ghost energy yeah it's, it's pretty good i've had that and uptime are my two favorite energy drinks okay uh, god yeah i found uptime a couple weeks ago at a grocery store yeah. and that was that was one that i really wanted to try yeah, they're actually really good yeah they're really good the mango uh the mango peach one i think it is tastes exactly <laughs> like the mango dum dum it's oh, so it good. yeah uh 
Man, we gotta get a sponsorship on here, man. Uptime, if you maybe, yeah, on uptime. I'll reach out to them after this. <laughs> no, but uh, and then the ghost Swedish fish and the blue raspberry. I tried both of those. And the pre-workout wise, I used the uh, the fruity pebbles uh, ghost or not oh, ghost, uh, fruity pebbles something. I don't remember what it is, but I found it at Publix a couple months ago. Oh, nice. Uh, I've been using it since, and it's it's pretty solid. Uh, before that, yeah. I used Premier Protein and some lifting coaches i've had for wrestling have like these big like seven pound bags of like like mass gainer that they'll have us oh take after wrestling wow. I, don't, I don't really use that but uh yeah. it's like 60 grams of scoop or something like that that's wild yeah and it, it's crazy and those are the, those are the intense guys i don't really use that but for sure yeah i mean well what are your goals if you don't mind me asking like yeah my goals as an athlete like right now i don't i don't want to be like aesthetically the best like uh, yes I do want my body to look well and look healthy but I also don't want to I also don't need to look like a bodybuilder to do what I want to do I mean I wrestle and I mean something that's important to me is always staying on weight uh yeah. I hate I hate cutting weight it's terrible yeah uh, like that those short bursts of cutting weight so I always try to be a couple months early with a weight cut so like if I'm trying to lose say I'm wrestling 152 in a season and four months before I realized I'm weighing 158. Mm. I don't want to have to do that six pounds every week. I try yeah. to cut that. I try to cut that weight before it or try to cut that weight evenly. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to be stuck with like, like a weight over what, my, what I want to wrestle. So that's like one thing that I, that's one of my goals is always just to be around the weight class and trying to wrestle. Uh, so my cuts aren't too extreme when I need to because I have friends who have like 14 15 pound cuts mm. uh, weekly yeah and man it's super unhealthy I mean they wrestle worse because of it they're fatigued they're tired they're dehydrated they don't wrestle very well because of it and then my other goal is just I mean I want to gain muscle it's something that's important for wrestling you want to be strong and you want to be able to out muscle people and I think putting on their doing off-season lifts and stuff like that. That's what I'm doing mostly for my workouts right now is just off-season wrestling lifts because uh, I want to get bigger. Uh, yeah. It may not be getting bigger in terms of weight, but I want to put on more muscle mass and whether that's like lean bulking and trying to get on small amounts of weight, but also putting on a good amount of muscle uh, or like trying to gain muscle while on somewhat of a cut. Like I don't really... Uh, as a as a younger guy i don't really feel like the cut culture is worth it for me uh like mm-hmm. the bulking and cutting culture because yeah. i mean i've got i've got a friend who wrestles he's one of the best wrestlers in the state he's jacked he could be a bodybuilder if he wanted to he looks crazy and yeah. he never did that but bulking and cutting stuff because he didn't want to feel unhealthy or it, it's not that it it could get unhealthy at points and he just kind of uh, did his did his workouts and kind of tried to stay around the same weight that he was at. He, he mean, he, yeah, he had a diet, but like it wasn't super heavy into how many calories do I need to eat right now? Right. It yeah. was more of just, am I putting the right fuel in my body? And that's more what I'm focused on currently is not how much calories am I taking in? It's am I putting the right food in my body for me to be able to oh, achieve for sure that. I want to. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, I've no, got to power my body good. and putting in low amounts of calories. So my goal is really just, get stronger and stay around the same weight class I'm at. Uh, and it's always nice to see new personal records go up. Uh, For sure, man. Yeah, dude, hey, wrestlers, I much respect to you guys because uh, 
I mean, like you guys may not look like the biggest or toughest sometimes, but like, man, you guys can move some weight you know, for sure. Yeah, it's, so. it's pretty crazy. I've had guys that like, I'm not the best at it myself. I've done it a couple times before. <laughs> oh, but there are guys who are, who are really, really good at it. And it's tough to watch, I'll say. Uh, those guys are, it's crazy to watch their cuts and stuff because like, it seems really unhealthy to me and I just don't enjoy yeah. watching it as much. And that's kind of yeah. the reason why I try to stick around the same weight. No, um, yeah, I, I definitely like, you know, I, I think it's interesting that you brought up bulking and cutting because, you know, I, that's something that uh, I feel like people feel like it's the only option sometimes. But, you know, I think uh, Greg Doucette has probably like changed uh, my way of thinking. I don't know if you know who Greg Doucette is, but mm. he, uh, yeah, he like is a big fan of, you know, or big preacher of main gaining and kind of like maintain your body weight as well as, you know, but consistently uh, gaining uh, muscle over time. And so um, I think it's a, yeah, definitely a healthier way to do it. You know, I mean, not that bulking and cutting is unhealthy, you know, you can do it the right way, like you said, but uh, you know, for people who are thinking about a diet or thinking about, you know, a regimen, like, you know, bulking and cutting isn't the only way, like look, look for more out there. Like there's a lot more out there, main gaining, um, whatever your goal is and it depends on your goals as well you know like um but yeah i think i think that's a good point to hit home for people who like i think are wondering how to like get to a certain goal or get to a certain like body type they would want but yeah especially for athletes uh bulking and cutting can become kind of a bulking and cutting during the season is a bit off for me like I, i've never really been on that uh, i have friends who do it and all power to them but I don't like to do it myself and it's more of like for most for most athletes for most people around my age between in their teenage years who are playing high school sports or playing college sports I feel like it's just it should just be more about are you putting the correct food in your body to perform at the best level you can because like while I could be eating the lowest calorie foods out there uh I could be not fueling my body correctly and there's okay. like there's great foods out there that are higher calorie like calories don't mean everything like yes they're they can be important but like and i've kind of just disregarded looking at calories for a while i had a, I had a bad habit about looking at all my calories every time yeah. during the season and now i i just kind of look i don't really look at calories too much anymore and it's more of just is this food good for me like no yeah you're totally right don't determine that yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, calories, uh, you know, if, if you're only focused on losing weight or gaining weight, you know, calories is perfect because that's how you gain and lose weight. But like you said, like, you know, nutrients and like getting your minerals and vitamins, you know, those all are still a factor, you know, I can eat, you know, 2000 calories, you know, there's this one study where uh, this doc, this uh, uh, research scientist, I, I believe he um, you know, wanted to prove that calories and calories out is what is good to like, just lose and weight, gain weight. Like you can eat. So he conducted a study of just eating Twinkies, you know, but counting the calories of Twinkies, you know, and he was able to lose weight, but at the same time, you know, uh, you know, the nutrients weren't there. So yeah, you're going to feel worse. Yeah. And it wasn't healthy for him, but, but he, you know, he, his goal, his goal was to still, you know, show the calories and calories out to work, but, um, you know, but the whole time he was actually supplementing, you know, all the minerals he needed, all the uh, vitamins he needed through, you know, supplements. So, uh, you know, it just goes to show that like, 
you know, calories do are important and just losing anyway, but yeah, make sure you get all your nutrients in, putting the right foods in your body to fuel yourself to, you know, actually feel better and look better and, you know, be healthier, just feeling better for sure. Dude, I feel like I'm going to get a clip out of this episode, take it out, put in one of those like Sigma grind set TikToks that are like, <laughs> like I've seen those all, all the time recently. When someone made the comment about like being like, I like looking like a bodybuilder isn't always the most healthy thing for you. And all these people are teenage boys are like stitching it. It's like, it's a, it's a like, Aristotle oh, yeah, I totally understand what you mean. Man. Like, the, yeah, it's, yeah. it's terrible that a man can't see what their body really looks like. And I was like, I, it's such a terrible culture at that mm-hmm. point like yeah. to tell people that like to try to try and push out the the idea that you need to be 10 percent body fat or you haven't lived your life like that that's just breaking down everybody it's it's doing nothing good it's everything it's doing is uh detrimental to people it is it is and it's you know but like yeah the young the young crowd is there that's they they love i I think it's also you know like i don't know how much it is but like i feel like it's almost like a male thing you know they we want to like feel superior or feel we always have this pressure on us to feel like we should have any feelings it's just going doing working you know but you know it's it's way more than that and it's it's um yeah it's it's gonna be something that uh it's yeah like i said it's i feel like it's on us as content creators to really like um i guess spread the right message and um you know and if you do a good job you know like like if you're able to put it in a certain way where you can do a good job you know i i I believe that the outcome will uh, be better and um, it'll be heard out there it's just it's just uh everything's very fast-paced right now so it's like trend after trend after trend and it's just like you know hard hard to keep up sometimes and so even even off gym tiktok it's i see i'm on like a lot of i'm on two very distinct types of tiktok on my free page or three i get a lot of day in the life like lifestyle content i get a lot of entrepreneur content and i get a lot of gym content mm-hmm. uh, on my free pages and seeing the entrepreneurial content and the gym content a lot of the time it just makes me want to like uh it makes me angry some of the time because like uh, there's all sorts of TikToks out there. And like, I own businesses. I work pretty hard at what I do. But like, I saw a guy earlier and it was obviously a joke, but it was like him skipping Christmas dinner with his family so he could day trade. And like, it's obviously a joke, but I, I wouldn't put it past certain people on that platform to like miss out on important things in their life because they think it's the most important thing right now to look super fit or to look uh, or to be the, the most profitable man alive. Like, yes, I run businesses. Yes, I, I trade stocks. I do all that sort of stuff. And like, but I also make time to be with my friends. I make time to be with my family. I make time to do things that are important to me because not everything needs to revolve around being the best at everything you do. Like, you can be like yeah of course wanting to be the best is always a, is a good thing most of the time like if i want to be the best wrestler in the state i've got to work hard to be the best wrestler in the state but mm-hmm. like everything entrepreneur wise and gym content wise has been like uh you see it all the time with like you need to go out and do this this and this right now or else you're not gonna be able to live life in your 20s yeah uh, like 
if you haven't made six figures by the time you're 20, you're not going to be able to survive. Like don't go to college. If you go to college, you're going to fail as a person because you're going to take on all this debt. Like Mm -hmm. all this information out there and this Sigma ideas, (laughs) like those videos that are like work so hard that people like whatever, those inspirational quotes that seem inspirational and seem like they're well-meaning are actually like super toxic. Uh, And I probably open up my phone and see a quote right now that's just like absolutely like preposterous and just like terrible for people to be reading. Sorry, I think I'm I'm losing you a little bit. Oh, are you good? I think we're good now. Yeah, I think I'm good now. Yeah, yeah I lost you there for a second, but now we're good now. Yeah, man, but for sure, I think I think, and you know, it's that's where our attention draws to our eyes obviously like we want the ideal lifestyle and we think that you know a lot of times like uh people think that really is the idea but you know it's not it's not it's a a balance and i think uh you know a tiktok that comes to mind is like when people are like oh you're out here partying or oh you're out partying on the Friday night like and then it comes to like them like going and partying like oh i'll see you there then you know and it's just like kind of like finding that balance you know that um, you know, enjoy and cherish life as well. And it's not about the hard work. And I think I personally can get caught up in that sometimes too. I'm actually uh, helping a friend out, um, making content with him. Uh, he's building a gym. And I mean, he's constantly, always constantly stressed about building this gym, making it like as perfect as it is. And like, um, you know, it's, it's honestly like, you know, it almost like becomes like we, and we've talked about this, you know, but we always feel like it's never enough. And it's almost like a disease almost. And like, we always refer to Kobe and Kobe's mindset and like Michael Jordan's mindset of like, um, they always felt like they had something to prove and it was just constantly work. And I mean, like, you know, that's, uh, it is what got them there is what it's the greatest, like one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And, but, um, you know, it, it, it's not for everybody. And I think it's, it's a level of dedication that, um, can get very unhealthy at times, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think taking, taking, uh, every situation into account, like every person's lives, every person's goals, you know, you gotta make room for what you enjoy and what you do and, you know, what you do and what you enjoy could be something that, you know, uh, that is profitable or, you know, financially like good. So you can like find a balance between that too, you know? So it's just, uh, you know, I think that's a lot of people's like goal in life, you know, everyone just thinks financial or make money, but it's also, you know, do something that you enjoy, you know, do something that, um, that doesn't seem like work. And, um, you know, cause, cause if you're, if you're doing, you know, like, like me, like, you know, I'm going out interviewing people, you know, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm meeting people, I'm meeting new people, I'm making great relationships, especially in the gyms I go to, cause I would always, these, these are the guys I interviewed. You know, these guys are people I see like all the time because I, I worked out here for a while now. And so, but I, you know, I never was able to ha- have a conversation with them or get their story and like being able to like do this now, you know, regardless of the, even the interviews, but like I've, I've developed such a, you know, really invested like into the community here and like be able to like be a part of it even more now. And like, you know, and just, uh, and just really like, you know, the great friendships you have. Um, but, 
yeah, like I said, like, you know, and it's something I love doing and something I'm able to like um, share with people out there and like help a lot of people inspire others. So it just all works out and like, it all, um, you know, it's really great to me. And like, you know, there's nothing stopping anyone else from doing the same thing either. So yeah, if you ever, you know, just want to do something like that, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not too hard. It's just getting it done and, and just doing it for sure. Yeah. I mean, one of my the TikToks that always like stand out to me or like, I, I told you I was on a lot of lifestyle content TikToks and they make their lives look really good. But like, I've also seen a lot more real side on lifestyle content because there's, uh, I've seen these videos a bunch recently. It's like balance is key. And like, you can't have this, which is like their perfect life that they're projecting on TikTok without this. And it's like mm-hmm. them waking up late one a couple of days a week, like them missing a class in college, them doing something. And like mental health is super important and trying to be always in pristine, perfect. Like no one is ever going to be perfect. You're never going to be able to be the best that you're never going to be perfect like live a perfect lifestyle like you've Mm got to have some sort of balance in your life and the balance could be like doing something like if you if you hold yourself out of enjoyable things because you have to go to the gym this many times a week like yes it i i think it's important to get exercise in uh every day and i think it'll i think it'll make you feel better in the long run and that's that's something i just think is like when I get stressed or when I get and when I get annoyed or anything like that it's something I like to do is I like to go work out because it it clears my mind I go for a run or I go do something like that I go wrestle uh go to a practice or something and it, it just makes me feel better and uh something like like I've seen people saying that uh their entire life result revolves around the gym mm-hmm. and and I can see that people, people love that people love going to the gym and it's understandable. I mean, I, I love going to the gym as well, but like when you're missing out on key important things in your life, uh, like you gotta really balance that stuff. Uh, For sure. Missing, missing time with your friends, like cutting off friends because you wanted, if you've got a great group of friends and you start cutting them off because you want to be more invested in yourself and in the gym like i get investing in yourself is important but also in cutting off your friends because you think it'll be better for your gains or something like that like yeah yeah you're able to see see it through yeah and i think uh yeah and i don't know who your type of audience is but you know knowing you or like and like you know we kind of have the same mindset and like the same entrepreneurial mindset of like working and like so you know like i feel like this message is really good for like you know those who are willing to like want to go after it and but you know also at the same time you know like even though we say this like you know there's also um you can get stuck into getting too much of an ease you know too much of a lax lifestyle and like enjoying it a little bit too much you know and uh you know so i just want to speak on that other side of it too because you know i i can find myself sometimes too like you know taking it a little bit too easy you know you know but it's like 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 we said like you know we're talking about this one side balance but also the bringing the other side and just finding the balance in between like you know working and um uh you know relaxing yeah relaxing too much is just as harmful as working too much Mm -hmm. yeah uh and that's something my mom tells me all the time is like i'm a very social person and she said 
uh, she's, she doesn't say this anymore, but she used to tell me like, uh, Edward, if you went to blank college, you'd graduate in 10 years. Like you'd, you'd enjoy yourself too much. And I, I agree yeah. with it for a while. It's like, I'm, I'm a very social person. I like, I like to hang out with people. I like to go out and talk and be with my friends. I think sometimes it takes me away from what I really need to be doing. I've gotten a lot better about it. I mean, yeah. I work, I work pretty hard, but I mean, I also do a lot of things that I love doing. I play video games. I go hang out with friends. Uh, and it's nothing is, everything is good in moderation. Out of, out of moderation, things can become bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I think, I think, uh, you know, I don't know if you have any plans of going to college or anything, but, you know, college for me was like one of the greatest, like life lesson in that. Cause you know, they always say, you know, there's, this is triangle and you can only pick two. It's a social life, uh, a good grades or uh, your health or sleep or whatever. And so, you know, you know, in, in, in actuality though, you know, you can find those three if you really want it, you know, and, you know, finding that balance where you can fit all three, being healthy, you know, and being, getting your schoolwork done while also, you know, making time for your friends. It may seem impossible, but, you know, um, but really like, I mean, I didn't do a good job of it, but, uh, but I really do believe like it's, it's possible and you know it helps if you know your school work is something that you actually enjoy and you want to pursue because um other than that you're not really gonna put the work into it like like i really did you know um i guess backstory for me i, I graduated from baylor with a biochemistry degree i was actually going to become a doctor pre-med and you know that was not enjoyable for me i mean i would do the work i would you know study i'd go to the library study for hours and like you know still do it but you know i I hated it. It was not something I didn't enjoy. It was, uh, something that, um, you know, if a friend were to be like, you know, it got to the point where I, I was like, man, who am I kidding? Like, you know, like, I'm just like kidding myself. Like, you know, I'd rather like go out with my friends or like go out and do something rather than be studying, you know? And, and realistically, um, you know, as you know, it progressed, like that's what I found to do. And so, but uh but man like but for the little, a little time in my college career i actually switched over to computer science because uh, my girlfriend at the t- uh, my girlfriend she uh was an electrical engineer and she was doing like computer science classes and i would always like peek in and help her out on like her uh, comp sci uh in programs and stuff and so and i actually that's something i really actually loved i was like man this is awesome this is like something that i actually enjoy like i would actually like like study this you know this is something i would actually like sit down and study for and but you know it didn't end up working out um for multiple reasons but um you know i i think i think in that period of time i was able to find uh a healthy balance of all three you know sleep work and you know uh, a good social life so um you know it, it helps a lot when you do you're doing something you love you know doing a passion that you it, it helps a lot and if you find yourself that you're in and you know if you find yourself it's difficult to find a balance because it's probably because you know you're doing something you don't really enjoy or you don't really love yeah and i've got i got kind of a story that relates to that a little bit uh my brother watches these episodes i'm sure i don't know how much of mind hopefully he doesn't mind too much but yeah my brother my brother's a really good student uh he goes to a top college uh and it's pretty funny. Uh, a couple a couple of days ago, 
uh, Congresswoman Amy Coney Barrett was like at his college, like, and she was right. She was like, he sent a picture to me. He, she was like 50 feet away from him. No one near her. He easily could have gone and talked to her. Uh, but apparently, apparently he, uh, he was, he went just straight to class and just didn't go like, didn't go talk to her, didn't say anything. And all my family was like, you, you had a once in a lifetime opportunity there and you went to class. He's like, I don't, I don't really skip class often. Like I don't, I don't skip class. And it's, and it's not, it's not a dig against him. Like, obviously like he's, he's a very good student. He loves, he loves taking classes. Like, uh, and it's something that's actually very surprising about people, people knowing me and him and I, uh, I teach her especially, uh, we went to the same, we go to the same school. I uh, mm-hmm. go to the same high school that he went to. Uh, teachers who had him, who have me, I think it's very different because like at some point getting me to take tests is like, or to do, to do assignments sometimes it's like acting like you're in like, this is what my history teacher told me. She had him too. She was like, getting you to write sometimes is like asking you to take out your blood and write on the paper with it. <laughs> like that's how impossible it is to get you to write sometimes and mm-hmm. george my brother wrote very very well he wrote very well and he mm-hmm. uh she knew that about him and it, it's it's a show that everyone's kind of different but like he uh he's very focused on what he does and he like like you can you could be a good student and still enjoy what you're doing as a student for uh, sure like you got there's the quote that's like if you if you love what you're doing uh or if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you if you enjoy what you're doing, it's you're going to live a better life than you would like. Uh, and I, I see the thing about breaking the mold all the time, like get out of the nine to five system. And yeah. while I don't think that nine to five is good, the worst thing ever, like people make it out to be. I mean, I, I it wouldn't be right for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I. I don't want to, I want to be my own boss. I want to be able to do things that I really enjoy, which is why I don't think a nine to five would work to me. And I, I love my teachers, but I have such a terrible attention span when it comes to people talking to me and like trying to educate me on something that I'm not terribly interested in. Like mm-hmm. I love a lot of my classes, but like some things I'm just not terribly interested in teachers that sometimes don't interest me and all that sort of stuff. But, and that's why I don't know how much working a nine to five would work for me, but like there are people who it works for and there are people who enjoy what they do mm-hmm. uh, working in nine to five and, and there's people who enjoy not working in nine to five but like everybody like like we've been saying this entire episode everybody's different uh everybody's gonna yeah story. yeah i think i think it also you know what we said earlier is also ties a lot into confidence because you know doing what you love can be scary doing what you actually like are passionate about can be scary because you know again you're you're then you get caught up on you know worrying about what other people are doing. You get caught up on, oh, what if this person thinks this? Or like you know, oh, you're, oh, what if this gets sent to your group chat with all your friends or whatever? You know, and then that's that's just like, um, you know, it's 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 almost you know just it's nonsense. You know, like that that shouldn't be uh, a thing that you know that's stopping you from doing what you love. And you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, it's something that kind of like paralyzed me from going to doing like what I love and like uh you know it actually took another friend to uh you know be able to like share with you know our same interests to be able to like actually break out the mold of like you know doing what I love and like content creating and like doing these interviews like um so I mean you know and 
and you know it's 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 uh you know because i would speak for the person you know who's wants to do it and see what they're doing you know and they're afraid you know it's you gotta you gotta yeah take a, especially when you're young especially like what you are or like even me like i'm pretty young so i'm 23 um you know but like you know while you're young like you gotta explore you gotta do it you gotta take the jump you gotta take the leap of like trying it out you know and uh you know you still got the rest of your life ahead of you so you know why not try and experiment yeah, what you could be you know yeah take the risk while you can take the risk you know because down the road you're, you're gonna you know, be tied down to something or something's gonna be there and you know you can't take that same risk anymore so i did a big episode on that a couple a couple months ago with uh kenneth and ann talking about risks and stuff and how it's so much easier to take risk when you're younger than it is to take risk when you're older you have more to manage when you're older um, like we we're talking about with the confidence thing like you said you had a friend i'm gonna read out a text real quick that i got from a friend uh hopefully she's listening to this episode but uh when we were uh when i first started this podcast uh i had some friends who were friends who were not the best about it like the people who were kind of jerks about it honestly and like i i it never really mattered to me what they thought about it but i got a text from uh one of my friends it was like hey edward i just listened to your first episode of your podcast and i wanted to say it is actually very interesting i think it's very helpful hope it's going well keep up the good work and i said thanks it's always good to know people are listening like something important to me is to know people are supporting as i do things she said uh well also don't listen to the people that think this is what you're doing is like not cool or whatever it's very informational and i actually genuinely think it's awesome uh and like people you got you always want to have people in your corner who are able to support you like that and Thank, yeah like thanks to her like I wasn't planning on quitting ever but like uh because of what people were saying but like it helped me realize more it's, stop caring about what those other people are saying you got to be confident in yourself if I'm confident that this is something that I enjoy doing and that this is something that I think is beneficial to me then why stop because someone said to yeah man and dude like I I've been thinking about this a lot because uh you know Kobe you know, he actually drew his motivation from people who doubted him, you know, just like Michael Jordan, you know, he, you know, I don't, this one video on YouTube that really just opened my mind to it. It's like the mentality of it behind it. It's just that like, you know, when you get, you know, you, you can get all the praise in the world, you know, Kobe will probably get, you know, you know, he, it's probably endless how much praise he got and how much, you know, attention he got, but you know, what he, what he would always think and would always imagine in his head it was that the haters or the people you know who disproved you know didn't didn't believe in what he was doing you know those were the people that he used in his mind to be able to you know really shift gears and like you know put that work into his craft because i feel like you know if you're doing what you're doing and all you do is get praise you know you're gonna get complacent you're gonna get like well you know i'm doing it right there's nothing else you know i shouldn't improve that like you know i'm this is what I'm, i do and like and there's nothing pushing you now you know and so you know even like just know that you're gonna get flack for anything you do you can do the best thing in the world you're gonna get flack and you're gonna get uh you're gonna get those haters like and it's just i think i think when you can turn that energy of you know that bad energy of people doubting you now you turn that energy into work like hey I'm like let's prove him wrong now you know let's let's uh let, let let me take what they said and like be able to like 
use that as my motivation to work even harder now. You know what I mean? So I guess that's a, a way I kind of see it because, you know, uh, recently I've been having a lot of people who've been, you know, kind of stopping me from what I've been doing. And so, uh, you know, learning how to like really just accept it, like accept, accept the fact and like really turning it into like my motivation to like push even harder and like do and like, you know, it matters even more now what I'm doing because, uh, you know, these people don't see it yet. And like, you know, you, you know, it's almost to prove something for yourself. And, um, you know, it's not that you have to always be proving yourself or anything like, you know, but it's, it's nice a little bit to, you know, to say that you're right in the long run, I guess. So I don't know. And one, one quote, I kind of want to leave everybody listening to this episode with, I'm going to share it from the, uh, the brand mentality. And it says, uh, one thing it says is no one cares work harder uh the other thing it says is one day the people who doubted you will tell everybody about how they met you yeah and that's that's one quote that i've always just kind of stuck with for forever is people who talk about me now are gonna wish one day that they were better friends than me 100 percent uh all right that's it for this episode episode seven of the new generation podcast thank you so much to tommy for coming on uh, I hope you really, I hope you all really enjoyed this episode and took a lot from it. We dropped a lot of information, a lot of knowledge in this episode that I think could be useful to anybody, lifters or not. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Tommy, for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate having, appreciate you having me on, man. Tommy, awesome. if you want to, if you want to plug any of your social medias real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, my Instagram, TikTok, Tommy underscore dose. Uh, and then, you know, my brand, the lifting society, uh, lift and uplift or lift and uplift. And so, uh yeah man appreciate it mm -hmm. yeah thank you for coming on once again uh also the brand for the new generation just dropped another collection the country club collection one if you want to go check that out that link will be in the bio as well as tommy's social medias so thank you for all for watching peace yeah